stand together tonight. together with love. Satan won't have any entrances to hinder us tonight. Amen. We have a few written requests. Sister Shirley, I think she was in the emergency room last night, and then today she's uh, had a toothache, and it caused her blood pressure to spike up. So let's just remember uh, Sister Shirley in our prayers tonight. The Lord will just touch her and give her strength. We uh, continue to remember Brother Ron and Sister Vicki. I know there's other requests tonight, if you just make those known by an uplifted hand. This service tonight, Brother Jonathan Brown, we need him tonight. Amen. You happy to be here? It's midweek. It's time for a refreshing tonight. Amen. You believe that? Amen. Let's just pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus. We're so thankful, Lord. We're such a needy people, Lord, but you bless us time and time again, Lord. Lord, we ask you tonight, Lord, to hear these requests, Lord. We know that you do. Lord, to move for each need, Lord, Sister Vicki, Brother Ron, Lord, Sister Shirley, Lord, you see her condition. Lord, would you just move into the room where she's at now, Lord, and let your presence be felt, Lord, and move over her body, Lord, and just heal her with the touch of your healing virtue, Lord. And Lord, you see the hands that was raised. Lord, you see each and every need on our hearts tonight, Lord, and Lord, we know that you have the answer for every need, Lord, that you have the answer for every question. Lord, we ask you to come into this place tonight, Lord. Make yourself feel at home, Lord. We welcome you to come worship with us. Receive your worship. Be with us in service. Touch Brother Mark, Lord. Touch each musician, Lord. Touch our pastor as he would come and speak the words to us, Lord. Be with us tonight. We ask you worship with us. Lead us. Guide us. Lord, tell us the truth. In your lovely name we pray. Amen. Amen. Look 
Looking forward again tonight to what the Lord has got in store for us. I know he's got something good. Everything the Lord has for us is good. Amen. Let's sing this together, if you will. I believe it's a new song. Oh, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deep and stay within, sinking to rise no more, but the master of change every situation. Amen. When you, uh, you're having one of those days, you know, when a brother calls, say, I sure do love you and appreciate you, my brother. That just changes the atmosphere. Just think how the Lord loves us tonight. Amen. Let's sing this. Well, I thought that number one would sure
that tonight with all your heart. Give me oil in my lamp, Lord. Keep me burning. The oil of the Spirit and the Holy Ghost tonight. Fill us, Lord. Help us to run over. Amen. Our saucers run over tonight, too. Amen. Let's sing this together. I think it's in key of G. Jesus, use me. Oh, Lord. desire tonight, Lord, use me in some way that might encourage somebody. Yes. I was just 
meeting with the plumber this week, and the plumber and I, we just got to talking about the Lord, and I said, oh, thank you, Jesus. And I, I hope there was something that left a mark on him somewhere yeah. that made him want to draw closer to the Lord. That's the way we should be with everybody we run into. Lord, help me somehow to be a light that shines for those, those around me. And we'll let you have your seats tonight. Have our ushers to come and receive the offering. God will bless you as you give tonight. Sister Brenda Brewer, I think, is celebrating her birthday. She's not here tonight, but I think uh, on Friday, Friday or Saturday, one. But I know she's celebrating her birthday, so we'll wish her a happy birthday tonight. Amen. We'll sing one more song, and then we'll get out of the way, I think. I was shackled by a heavy burden beneath the load of guilt and
touched me. There's many times he touched me, and I'm so thankful I need him to touch me tonight. Uh, don't forget the Sweetheart Banquet is already here this weekend, uh, Saturday evening at 5. I believe they're going to start pictures, and then 5.30 we're going to try to be ready to uh, have the dinner. And if you haven't paid, Sister Deanna, please plan to do so tonight. And uh, Brother Matt's going to sing for us, in case y'all didn't know that. <laughs>
we have the rock to keep running to and are saved. A lot of people don't even know what the rock is. They have nothing to turn to but the things of this world, and they all perish. But we're so thankful tonight that God has given us eyes to see that we can see him. We can see the rock, and we can run into him tonight. Let's stand together, if you will, as we invite our pastor to deliver what the Lord has laid on his heart for us again. Amen. I brought my barrel. I don't know about you, but looking for some big things tonight. Amen. Let's sing this together. I think we're going to be able to hear Jesus. Oh, happy day. Help me sing it. Oh, happy day. When Jesus was, oh, when Jesus was, yes, when Jesus was, he washed my sins away. Oh, he taught me how to watch, to watch it. of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, go with me to 2 Timothy 1. Appreciate our musicians. Good to be in the house of the Lord. How many believe where we're living in the end time? Do you understand that perversion was to be the sign of the end time? So there's no doubt where we're at. When we see it all around us, we know exactly where we stand as Christians this uh, evening in 2 Timothy 1. We'll go back into our family series tonight. Blessing to be in the house of the Lord with you. Amen. Praise God. Nothing like the word of God. Amen. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing 
I remember of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be, that I may be filled with joys, joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen. We wanted the joy of the Lord. When I call to remembrance the unframed faith that is in thee, which dwell first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded that is in thee also. Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. This entire passage is dealing again with the very core of what life is all about, what life is supposed to be. It is supposed to be a life of people to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, to serve our, our creator, to live for God. When God created his, uh, the human being, his creation, it was with that in his mind that he would make a people that will serve him. God desired a family of his own to uh, serve him, to live for him, to have a relationship with with uh, more of himself. You see, in God was the attribute, so God wanted to express this part of himself uh, to have fellowship with uh, part of his gene. This is what the scripture is all about here tonight. Paul speaking of uh, Timothy, and he's going again into his origin of his grandmother and his mother and such like. And basing all of this on a godly upbringing, uh, where all family, godly family, based their, their marriage, their relationship, and their union with Christ around, is around the family itself. Let's pray tonight. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your amazing grace to us. We pray that you'll have your way tonight in this service. And may something be said to bless each one that are here tonight, Lord. We certainly did not come here to waste time or to just uh, just to mince words, but to just get right straight into your word and to be ex uh, exerted on the things that will help us in our everyday walk with Christ. Help us, I pray, to be a better people and we leave this place in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church says, amen. amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I... Uh, was meditating today and I thought about what God really was doing in this age. Of all the ages that has went past us, we've seen such a notorious increase of immorality like we have never seen it on the rampant tonight. And under the fifth vision of Brother Branham given on the morning of June 1933, this was concerning the moral problems of our age and the terrible perversion and moral plight of the whole world. If you understand there in the fifth vision, he, he just really honed down on the morals of women and, uh, and of the age and what he's seen in this vision, the terrible per perversion that 
was coming into the, the, the years to come. And this was in 1933. Here we are in uh, 2023, many years later, and uh, it is being fulfilled right before our eyes. We see that Satan this evening is very crafty and subtle, cunning and convincing, devious and very devastating and rootless when it comes to uh, family. One of the most horrible things that has ever happened in our nation is divorces. Some of you here maybe are sitting here on the account of a victim of a divorce, not because that you wanted that to go uh, in that direction, but uh, as you see, one of the most horrible things that uh, happened to family was when uh, Satan began to uh, bring in amongst the people this law of divorcement. It has crippled many family and caused uh, a great deal of heartaches uh, today, not only in the Christian world, but to the non-Christian as we see it. It's a world that is continually uh, going in a downward spiral tonight. This is why it's so important for husbands and wives to build up a strong parapet where it comes to their marriage and their relationships. It is not something that we take lightly. It is the strong roots of who we are in Christ tonight. As Christians, we guard our lives, we guard our family, we guard our heritage, our offspring with everything that is within us because we, we know that Satan is trying to, to get a foothold in our, in our families. We see that he's the master of deception and the father of all lies tonight. And he wants more than nothing else but to destroy God's family. Friends, let me say this tonight. It is family that keeps God's church going. It is family that keeps the program of God in effect in this last age. And this is why Satan is so ambitious against trying to uh, destroy the very core of family tonight. He knows if he can ever eliminate the very origin of family, then he has overtaken the entire world. Not just by power, but by morals and standards. He's doing everything he can. In the states, trying on every angle to destroy that uh, that that core, that key, that uh, that cement that that holds family together tonight. I want to alarm you to be willing to do whatever it takes to stop uh, Satan's attack against us as individuals and our families. You see, we have an awesome responsibility that God has given us. Uh, we have to be accountable, not only for others, but for our actions. As I said, this is the very strong, uh, uh, strong area of our life that 
We must guard uh, with the deception that Satan is bringing in our age. With every angle, every, in every direction. He's trying with everything within his power to bring our families down. He will use uh, children. He will use uh, every member of relationship and family to try to break that chain that God has instituted. And listen, friend, it is that broken chain in the Garden of Eden that caused Satan to have an entrance into humanity. And by God bridging the gap, by coming and descending into, uh, into the world and tying that gap and meeting that gap, Satan is against uh, unleashing his attack and pressure against the chains of family in this age. You see, he doesn't mind age or, or gender. All he wants to do is pervert and destroy our families. He understands that when parents take the right attitude towards godly teaching, that he's powerless tonight. He's powerless. When you and I step up to that place to say, God, I am willing to do whatever it takes to, uh, to be strong in my views and my standards and my principle of life, Satan is powerless against that tonight. That is something that he can never stand against in this age. When parents take on an, an attitude of carelessness about the welfare of their family, I want you to understand, Satan will replace it with a poisonous disease. And would fester and grow into spiritual cancerous death sentences in our family. It is Satan to key, um, uh, key ambitions to keep us spiritually unhealthy. You know, it, it is, it is, it's sort of ironic how we live in an age you never see a time where there are so many uh, fitness centers. And so many uh, wellness programs. But yet people are spiritually sick. You see, Satan has crept in with his poisonous disease and has affected the minds of humanity. You know, it is, you know Satan is executing a great plot against the churches tonight. I believe it's time that parents, both mothers and fathers... Take the initiative to be examples before their families. There's such a, there's such a breakdown, uh, as I've said. Such a corruption. Uh, such a, a mental breakdown in the human minds, in the Christian minds. On uh, moral views. On uh, orders and disciplines Within the entire family, not just at home, but the church family. But I believe it's up to God called men to uh, reemplace these institutions in their congregations, to be accountable to the people of God, to raise up the standards of godly teaching again in the church. You know, there are so many programs that. You can be involved in so many things out there to capture your mind and very entertaining. 
So many things to uh, observe your time. But so little time is placed on spiritual values and family. You see the programs of society and entertainment uh, a hundred times outweighs the program of uh, discipline and order and functionality of uh, Christian families. Listen, I know where I'm coming from. I'm a counselor. I don't only counsel people in this church, but people that are not even Christians. This is coming first from the Christian and the non-Christian. And there's a cry in the land. And Satan is executing his plot very well. But I believe that God has raised up people in this age that knows the true plan of God and what God has called us to do. You see, there is five demons sent from hell to destroy your family. You see, Satan knows how to come in amongst us and try to brainwash us and delude us down and just take away the potency of our faith and our stand for Jesus Christ. The first one is the spirit of Antichrist, which is the spirit against truths. Wrong being called rights. These demons are attacking our families. And we're seeing a breakdown in standing for what is right. It is the spirit of Antichrist, which is the spirit against truth. Wrong being called right is the spirit of this age. It is the, is the demon that has been loose in the churches. And we're seeing things that used to be wrong. I've been called right. And friends, I believe that God is calling to people in the age in this time. People are after different pursuits and not spiritual pursuits tonight. As you can see the percentage of the people in churches tonight, there's a lack of concern for what God is doing in this age. We had a, some sort of sing in our entertainment tonight. Uh, we would have to call the police department to direct, direct the traffic uh, in the entrance of our churches. But we understand the pursuit, the mind, the priority of people have been lost. And we see Satan attacking the family through various avenues, certainly through the spirit of rebellion, which is defiance of authority and disobedience. We see these demons loose in the age. Have you seen, ever seen a time like this? Where the ministries are being disrespected. Where holy standards are, are being shut back to the back burners. And we're seeing this spirit of rebellion in this age. Rebelling against authority. In politics. In churches. In families. In parental leadership. We're seeing it on every angle. Satan is using the spirit of defiance and rebellion in this age. You believe it? Well, I tell you, it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, inconceivable. Uh, 
unimaginable with the things that we are seeing before us. And I'm not just speaking just on a spiritual front. I'm talking about on every front. Whether it's business or, uh, or the family or, or, or just friendship or, or church. We're seeing an attack on every angle. And Satan uh, has no regards. Whether you're a Christian or not a Christian. He's coming at you with full power against your stance. You understand, friends? And I'll tell you, I'm determined to stay and to preach hard and to preach against the floods of the enemy that is coming into our churches and our family. Thirdly, we witness the spirit of Herod which entices our children to live a life of immorality. These demons are, are coming in to try to dilute the minds of not only the young, but the old as well. See, Satan has pulled down every restraint. This is not just the young people, but the married couples as well. He has pulled the restraint off, and he is doing everything he can to try to introduce his program and to see that it's implemented in families today. He's gone so far to say it's okay to be in a relationship and have extramarital relationships. And you have people who are being interviewed today that's telling you that they have mutual agreements with their spouse to have outside relationships. What is Satan trying to do is dilute the minds of people in this generation. And if that continues, the generation to come will be so vile and corrupt, you wouldn't even know what humanity looks like. You understand where I'm coming from, friends? But we're seeing this uh, spirit of uh, Herod, which entices uh, our generation, and it's doing it uh, under the name of religion. It's doing it under the name of the church. It's doing it under the name of Christianity. Uh, It's fine. Just come as you are. Be as you want to be. Just uh, as long as you confess Christ. The Bible said they that confess Christ must depart from sin. You believe it? It's holy hard preaching. That's going to get us in a rapture. It's not patting us on the back and telling us it's all right and afraid to tell the truth. That gets us nowhere. What we need is hard Holy Ghost preaching in the church of God. And fourthly, we see the spirit of Jezebel, which attacks young ladies to conform to the Laosian lifestyle. You know, it's just a carefree lifestyle. Just, just anything. Just there's no, there's no uh, wrong. There's no right. Just, just, just live your life. Uh, you don't have to make any stand or declare who you are. Just be what you want to be. It's not what we want to be. It's what God made us to be tonight. We are not ourselves. We were created in the image of God in this age. We see the spirit of Jezebel that's coming at every front, this 
Laodicean lifestyle, this lack Laodicean lifestyle. Let me say this. The way I'm preaching tonight is the same way that Noah was preaching. It was a day like in the day of Noah where the sons of God saw the daughters of man and took unto them wives. They didn't take daughters of God. They took daughters of man. These weren't Christians. These weren't believers. These weren't people that loved Jesus Christ. They had a name but no life behind it. And it was a message to the church that Noah preached to get into the heart and your families. And I'm saying tonight to the church of God, run into God's ark of safety. It was hard preaching, friends. But what a day we live in. And we see fifthly the spirit of Absalom, which is hatred and bitterness. Children speaking in defiance towards parents and, and, uh, and people in authority. What an age we live in. Such a hateful time, a hateful age. Such a bitter age that we live in. Never seen hatred uh, like you've seen it today. Such a hateful attitude. You go places and it's never pleasant anymore. It's such a, you have to deal in a world of consumerism and mind that the things you have to put up with, uh, people are just so, so hateful and arrogant and irritable. You're afraid to say anything. And if you do, they'll take a gun out and, and blow your head off. You get on the road and they're like just, it's like a racetrack. They're going everywhere. Such, such arrogance on the freeway and such like. Friends, just, just pull aside and let them go. It's their world. But we are going to a world that God has prepared for us. Amen. Amen. You believe it? What such a hate, hateful generation, such a time of bitterness. Amen. Have you ever seen a time like this? People harbor bitterness and, and hatred in their spirits and expect God to bring changes in their lives. It don't work that way. We need God to do surgery in our hearts and remove those areas that are obstacle. Uh, to him uh, uh, blessing us uh, like he has promised. If God has promised you a blessing, it is not God that is withholding. It is us that withholds. If God truly give you a promise, uh, God will see that that promise uh, uh, come into effect. But there are certain things uh, that must be in order for God to move. You understand that? You see the spirits have been unleashed from hell to destroy your families. You believe it? Amen. And I believe our families are being uh, entangled, uh, indoctrinated, uh, and incorporated uh, with unbridled passion, uh, ungodly living, uh, and moral actions uh, in this age. God help us all. Say, Lord, I, I, want my, I want my morals to be higher than it's ever been. I want my mind to be set on things that are above and not things below. As Paul says, set your affection on things above and not on things below in this life. 
So many things to occupy our minds. So many daily activity that take us away from the things of God. But God is crying out to his church that we come back to him tonight. What a day. I believe it's up to parents to fight this battle against the spirit and culture of this world. It's not going to just happen. You have to fight for it. You have to make up your minds that I'm going to fight. And if I don't fight, then I'm going to lose this battle. And when I lose this battle, it's nobody else's fault but my fault. I'm not going to be bitter and hatred and point my finger at everybody else. I'll own the responsibility of my life. So easy to just throw off uh, our weaknesses and our failures uh, uh, on everyone else. But friends, when Christ comes to us, he only asks us for our own accountability and not the accountability of others. He never asks for the actions of others, but for our own actions. I'm not responsible for your action, but my own action. And we cannot use someone else's personality, behavior, or action as an excuse. No longer. We must own our own. You believe it tonight? It's up to us and how we handle the situation and our families. Is a paramount of how things will result in our lives. I believe that Satan is slowly poisoning the minds of our families. The poison is, has been injected into the churches. And how I know that is because of the retaliation that we feel in the ministry when truth has been preached. When people should be open-minded and open arms, with open arms to embrace the truth, you feel the retaliation of that in the church of God. Let me know that this poison is starting to take strong effect. And it's killing many people, friends. And I say this is not just denomination. This is our message churches. This is not just this church, but many churches. It makes no difference whose ministry that you're under. Satan don't care who you're under and where you're at. There's only one ambition he has, and that's to destroy you and your families. You understand what I'm saying tonight, friends? Yes, perversion has slipped into, in amongst us due to a lot of intolerance. We've seen this. Carefree attitude. This attitude of just tolerating just anything in our society and churches. I believe God is wanting people to raise up and to be intolerant against certain practices of this age that is ungodly. You believe it? What an age that we live in. What a time to see these things. We've got to raise, we've got to raise the level of our tolerance. Hallelujah. And said, Lord, I, I, can't just, I can't just be one to just allow these things to happen and just wink at these things or support these things that is happening in the church world. 
And I'm not just speaking about message churches. I'm talking about family, humanity, at all. It's under a great attack. Satan don't care if you're serving him or you're not serving him. His ambition is to kill you and destroy you. You understand that? I believe the devil is whispering in the ears of people that you can uh, fall in love with. Uh, we just uh, fall in love with just anything and with just anybody. And that's not God's. That's not God's principle and God's order and God's sanction for families uh, today. You believe that? I believe the devil's whispering in the ears of people that you can fall in love with your own kind. And this is not just sexually, but this is a spirit of conceitment that where one love themselves above their love God. And cater to the, the flesh, to cater to self itself. You understand where I'm coming from? It's a crime and a sin in this age where Satan has poisoned the minds of people to be in love with their own self. They don't care about anybody else. They don't care about husband and wife and children. It's all about me. The whole world is about me. It's about me. It's about self. It's about I. It's about what I want. That's not how family operates. Family's quite the opposite. It's not what I want. It's how I can help my family to go and grow in Christ. You understand, friends? We take it on the moral level. We see that Satan is telling people it's all right to fall in love with the same sex. You see both in the mind, in the natural, in the spiritual, and then uh, in the state of, of moral depravity. We see all these things uh, happening around us. What a day. What a time. It's not all right. These things are not all right. The world tells you, and they're consistent. The harder I preach, the more the air is being filled with it. The more I preach on it, the, the, the stronger Satan comes. But it's not going to stop the church and men of God from preaching what is right and what is wholesome and what is pure in God's church. You understand that? But Satan whispering in the minds of people, it's all right to be in love with yourself. Not only that, it's all right to be in love with your same kind. It's not all right with God. It's not all right with God. However, the devil knows that a man that lied with a man and a woman that lied with a woman is an abomination unto the Lord. You know that. And I had to preach these things because they're coming in the church of God strong. You understand this? When young girls confess to me as their pastor that they have an affection for their same kind, I had to preach against that. When young men have a desire to lie with another young man, that's an abomination to God. You understand what I'm saying? And I can't preach it hard enough because God wants me to tell you the truth. You see, abomination and that is that which is uh, uh, exceptionally unacceptable to God. If you have your Bibles, turn in the book of Leviticus chapter 20 with me. And, and by the way, you can read this entire chapter, chapter 19 and chapter 20. And it will tell you uh, uh, where God stands and uh, what God's plans for family was. 
You believe it? Hallelujah. I can hear the devil saying now, we get it. Quit preaching on it. No, I'm not going to stop preaching until God tell me to stop preaching. Because somebody's life is going to be saved by these sermons. Amen. For some reason, God has turned my spirit in a direction to keep preaching. Because some of you are going to thank me. Amen. Someday on the other side. So pastor, when you were preaching, that was the Holy Spirit that was warning me. Listen, the Bible said, if a man also lie with mankind, as he lied with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be put to death. What a, what a sentence. What a sentence. You read the entire chapter, and it goes on and on and on what God says about these things. It's an abomination. And God's penalty for sodomy is death. And friends, I'll tell you what. If they introduce this death sentence in America, there'll be a lot of body bags laying in the streets. For the amount of sodomy that has been uh, committed in this nation. In my studies just this week, just looking up under the area of perversion of what Brother Branham said about these things. And he said so much about it way back in 1955. He began to bless against the perversion of this nation. And he talked about an increase of, in homosexuality. Uh, 40% in the schools and government positions. And that was back in 1955. Friends, it's later than we think. Think how that has increased uh, through the years in this generation. And do we think we're just going to whistle through uh, uh, Sodom and uh, Laosia thinking, well, we're going to be all right. We're going to be fine. No. How are you going to be fine? Is to heed the strong Holy Spirit teachings that will keep your minds pure and from the effect of Satan's poisons. You cannot walk through Laosia alone. You cannot walk through this perversion alone. Amen. There has to be an antidote. And that's the word of God in this age. Amen. And if it's not preached, you'll become immune to the ways of society. Amen. You understand that? Amen. So it's God's penalty for sodomy. It's death. And this generation is being brainwashed. By the devil's perversion. Satan is constantly brainwashing, brainwashing, brainwashing our minds. I know many of you, you have, uh, you have smartphones and smart TVs and such like. And you have Netflix and Prime and all these other apps that you perhaps you watch shows on. And friends, you think Satan is just going to leave it like that commercial free. Just this year, they passed a, a bill, a legislation through the world of commerce and uh, commercialism that they are going to implement uh, 30% more commercial in all these apps through Netflix and Hulu and, 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 and Amazon Prime and some of the other uh, uh, apps that are out there that has entertainment. 
and they've signed a bill, and now they're trying to push their agenda through these things. For a little space there, you were okay. You didn't have to put up with it. But now they're doing, and you know what they're all about? 20% of that 30% they signed was to introduce same-sex uh, same sex marriage and commercial that involves people of the same sex that is in love. That's what you're having to view. Don't tell me that you don't know where I'm coming from tonight, friends. Just the other night, my wife and I were just watching this little show or something like that. I forgot what it was. Within just a split second, a commercial came up. It was two men laying in the bed. I thought, what in the world is going on there? And you are having to watch those things. And you know what they're, you know what they're, uh, they're pushing? You know what they're trying to sell? They're trying to sell some kind of precaution that you can take if you catch AIDS or a varial disease. And they're using the same sex people to do it. What a perversion. God has put a curse upon that kind of lifestyle. Man can live with his wife for ages and there is never a viral disease that's ever caught. You believe that? Why do you think that God raised up AIDS? It was a sin and it's a curse to this generation. A man can live with his wife and be pure and holy. And the moment they begin to slip out of that union and covenant, God sends deadly diseases into a man and a woman. You understand where I'm coming from tonight, friends? Now, I'm not going to be easy on these matters because the internet and the TVs and the medias are way ahead of me. I'm way behind and where they are, and I'm trying to catch up by God's grace to warn you, the church, to be careful. Guard your minds against this perversion of this generation. Hallelujah. I hope you love me, and someday you'll thank me for preaching the way that I'm preaching. Imagine that. Brother Forrest said, just introduce it. They're going to introduce 30% more commercials. On uh, in uh, these apps, these uh, entertainment apps, and 20% of it uh, has to be in agreement uh, with the new today's lifestyle. God have mercy. God have mercy. Where they're, where they're advertising uh, uh, medication that you can take for uh, viral diseases and AIDS. So you can maintain the same lifestyle that you live and you choose to live. That's an abomination to God. They'll never get ahead of God. God's going to destroy the entire thing. You believe it? My God does not wink at sin, friends. They can come up with all the drugs they want to. Amen. They'll never stop God. Hallelujah. Amen. They can try to diffuse, diffuse these uh, viral diseases uh, and all these things uh, that's coming into, uh, into humanity through perversion. Uh, but it'll never stop God. Hallelujah. You believe it? Lord, help us is my prayer. I believe that the corrupt, corrupt media is all about witchcraft and 
Oh, you, you, have you ever seen these things? I took some time just the other day just to did, do research and, and all the hideous, uh, unimaginable things that they're trying to uh, bring into movies and bring into the screen now. Uh, uh, some of these things don't even look like humans, but yet they have a human voice with uh, with uh, with human demeanors, but yet they are they are, they are something else besides a human, a beast. You understand, Satan uh, is trying to introduce to us uh, uh, what he is. He's uh, showing us a preview of himself. Do you understand, church? Some of the cartoons and the movies and you think, well, wouldn't they just use a human or a human figure to portray this main character of this man or this woman? But they create this fictionous imagery that looks unhuman-like. Is that correct? Very unhuman-like. Stop and think what Satan is trying to do. And this is how he has disfigured humanity. And this is what humanity will amount to if humanity content continues. You believe that? Remember Abraham said that the beast was not a human, but he was a mixture between a chimpanzee and a human. Amen. God changed his form and disfigured him and put him upon his belly. But church, that image is raised back up again in this age through Satan's plan and ambition in this generation. And he's coming back to a deformed, disfigured imagery through uh, the media that we have today. I thought just the other day the girls was at the house there and watching some little uh, show or something like that. And I thought, well, what is this? What, what is this that's got a voice like a human? And it's, uh, I don't know what it is. They have no name for these things. They call them all sorts of things, trolls and other things and other names. They give them, they, you don't even know what they are. Well, what are they? But yet they have a voice. You see, it is the disfigured form of Satan when he lied upon his stomach has now been recreated again in this age through the corrupt minds of the people of this generation. What's inspiring the minds of the creator of these cartoons and Hollywood movies is Satan that's anointing the mind. Are you following me, friends? I trust you find this interesting and feasible tonight what I speak of. It's not just uh, it's not just light matters on the surface. I'm going deep tonight to show you what Satan is doing. Satan is not a serpent on his belly anymore. Satan is abroad again. He's in another form through. Of the imitation, impersonation of humanity. Amen. You believe it? And let me say this. He has no voice but your voice tonight. He has no actions but your actions tonight. But I pray to God that this message will sink deep into your hearts tonight. That you see where I'm coming from. Oh, Satan again has been recreated in this age. And he's out viciously. 
amen, viciously, notoriously doing what he can, amen, to invade our young children and our moms and our dads. And it's not just the young people as whom I speak to, but all of ages tonight. Yes, this generation is being brainwashed by the devil's perversions. You believe it? Brainwashing. There's a lot of brainwashing that's going on, friends. Satan is brainwashing the people. As I said Sunday, he's hijacked the minds of people in this age. And he's injecting his false concept. What is he trying to do again? Destroy the evening time bride. Just like he perverted the first bride. He's starting again on the last day bride. But thus saith the Lord, this bride will not fall. You believe it? Hallelujah. We will not be deceived. If you're a real child of God, you will never be deceived. You will never be deceived. You believe that? Hallelujah. The devil may have thought he pulled one over on you. But if you quiet yourself long enough to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you always know how he works. You believe that? This stuff is dangerous of, of which I speak tonight to adults and especially to our young people. It's a time that we live in to where we are witnessing the last, the last rounds of Satan in this generation. You believe it? And the last battle is being fought. And we are in the ring. Amen. With the last, the last contest is on church. But praise God, there'll be a knockout blow by the grace of God. There's been a rematch of Satan with God's bride in the last day. There's a contest that's on in this age. You believe it? I hope you're not just coming to church and just sitting around, just killing time. But you're up on your seat, amen, on your toes, ready, knowing that you're in the ring one more time. You believe it? Hallelujah. You're in the ring one more time. And all the gates of hell, every demon and every uh, evil spirit is watching. But there's also another group that's watching. It's called the cloud of many witnesses. And you know what they're saying? You can make it. You can win this contest. You can give the knockout punch. Hallelujah. You have the power and the antidote in this age. You believe that? My, what an age we live in. The brainwashing is going on. It's going on in society. It's going on in politics. It's going on in families. It's going on in cults. It's going on in commercialism. It's going on in a cultural world. Brainwashing is happening all around you. You believe it? Amen. What a, what a spirit we witness in this age. And the corrupt media is all about witchcraft and vampires and pornography and homosexuality and lesbianism and, and all these perverted uh, things that you see. My, you can't already go down the road anymore. You don't know which is man and which is woman. 
I think Brother Pat was telling me Sunday that they're even introducing in the school nurseries now where they have a cross dress coming in, reading to our little children in public schools. Amen. Men dressing like women, women dressing like men, introducing this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, this corrupt uh, perversion in the young minds, uh, the young mind of our children. Oh, how vicious Satan is. How reckless he is. But praise God. Hallelujah. We have the lights in this age. We have the word to combat Satan with. You believe it? Ah, you see it. Have you not seen it? Have you not seen this, this uh, witchcraft and, and these vampires and all these, uh, what do you call it, out of space thing? They're trying to make more on Mars than they are Earth's. They've already destroyed the earth. Now they want to go to another planet. They're trying to tell you that there are other creatures living on other planets. Probably so. Amen. I don't know. Amen. But they done messed up God's earth. And the Bible said God will destroy them. That destroy the world. You believe it? They've corrupted it with their moral depravity and their whiskey and drugs and perversion. And God's going to destroy the whole thing. Burning up with unquenchable fire. You believe it? Or do you think that God burned up Sodom and Gomorrah? Amen. Was because of this very thing. And you know the end time that God's going to be a nuclear. Allow a nuclear warfare to take place. You know that. There's going to be a nuclear warfare. Amen. It's a psychological warfare that's happening right now in our nation between the U.S. and China. And there's going to be a biological warfare and a nuclear warfare. You know it. Hallelujah. It won't be uh, soldiers and armies and human beings fighting. It'll be military, high-tech equipment just to push up the button. And the whole world will blow up in a moment's time. But God has it so. Praise God. At that very moment, the bride will be in a rapture. Amen, because God has to purify this world so we'll walk out someday uh, after the millennium upon the ashes of the wicked. You believe that? Earthquakes happening just right there. You see in Turkey, Turkey and Syria, the earthquake just uh, struck 7.8 on a Richter, Richter scale. Amen, some 10,000 people die. Why, why, friends? Why is it? It's what God is getting ready to do to the entire world. You know why this is happening? Man, by their science and invention, has pulled from beneath the mineral and substance and infrastructure of the earth and has placed it on top. And the entire world is falling apart. The iron and the minerals and the steel, they pulled it up. From the earth, and they're building, trying to build a city to outdo God. And the only city there is that's real and true is the new Jerusalem. Amen. They're trying to get to paradise by perversion and not through God's uh, will and plan. You understand what I'm doing? It's God's plan for us to have a beautiful city. Hallelujah. But it wouldn't be by man's power and man's ability. It will be by God's spoken word power. 1,500 miles square. Amen. Be a beautiful city that pushed up from the earth. Hallelujah. John saw it. 
as the bride adorned for her husband. What are they doing today? Building and building. They raised interest rate on one time, one uh, on one end, and they're still building. Trying to balance the economics. Amen. They're going to raise it to try to bring it up. But brother, it doesn't matter what they do. You don't have to worry about it. You're not somewhere in between there. You're in the palm of God's hand. He's going to take care of you. I got a word for you tonight. He will take care of you tonight. You believe it? Our destiny don't lies in the economics of this world, but in God's economy. And in God's economy, he knows how to take care of us. And everything we have need of, he shall supply. You believe it? But look what they're doing. Hallelujah. Look at the nations now. I want you to watch this, how symbolic it is. Amen. Coming through in, in, in uh, Ezekiel chapter 37 and 38, uh, spoke about uh, uh, Gog and Magog, which if you go up, the ancient name for Gog and Magog is actually Russia itself. And it's connected with its eyelid that runs right through Turkey into the east side of Palestine, which is Iran. Iran is linked up with Russia. Where is the earthquake striking right now? Right through the pathway where the judgments of God was getting ready. Amen. to strike the nation's friends. And the battle of Armageddon will be consisted with Russia, Lincoln, with Iran, and the other uh, Arab nations to come against Israel. But praise God. Hallelujah. In the battle of Midland, there's a bride that will come on the scene in this last age. That's raising up by God's grace. And no devil in this world can defeat her. You believe it? You believe it? I don't know how much you study. Maybe I'm boring you tonight with geography. But let me tell you something. What's happening? What's happening in the natural is going on in the spiritual. Don't sit there and just think, oh my, praise God, we're just living. Open your spiritual eyes. Ask God to anoint your eyes with I sound the CDAs and the modern events made clear by vindicated prophecies. Do you see it, friends? Do you see the age you are living in? When this, when this earthquake struck in Syria and down there in Turkey the other day, I thought, oh my goodness, here is the judgments of God. Amen. Here is the judgments of God. Do you believe the Lord? Amen. Turn to the book of Ezekiel with me quickly. I've got to close. I want to drop this in quickly. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't God good to us? Ezekiel 39. Pardon me, I misquoted it earlier. It says, Wherefore thou, son of man, Prophesy against Gog and say, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I'm against you, O Gog. Says, Behold, I'm against thee, O Gog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. You go back and you take the whole history and you run the ancient name of Moscow. It is uh, uh, Meshach and Tubal. Amen. This is exactly uh, Gog and Magog. Amen. Linking up 
with the, with the eastern nation to fight against God's people, there's going to be a great battle. And the battle is going to be hearts. But brother, I don't intend to be one that's defeated in the battle of Armageddon, but to be one that is victorious in this age. You believe it? Are you with me, friends? You can read the entire, you can read the entire uh, passage there. And my, how it gives, how it gives the explanation, amen, of what God will do in this age. Let me, let me just find a place right now uh, to stop. But what, I, what I'm trying to tell you is how Satan is, is moving, how devious he is, and how deceptive he is to try to, to rob you. Of your, of your minds that is to be given over to the Holy Spirit. Not to reason or to try to figure this out, but to say, Lord, my faith is in you, Lord. My faith is in you. It's not in man. It's not in the church. It's not in politics. It's not in anything, but in you, Jesus. My faith is in you tonight. You believe it? My, Satan has done everything he can. This dangerous stuff that we see happening is designed to impregnate the minds of people with hatred and defiance against God. And they're teaching people to experiment with unlawful acts and become sex-obsessed in this generation. But I'll stop right there. But there's a people who is rising up. Hallelujah. There's the people who is rising up. There's the people who is rising in this generation. And they're going to stand up and say, God, if it's just me and you, we're going to make the rapture together. You believe it? In the days of Elijah, it was just Elijah and God that took the rapture. You believe it? Nobody else went but Elijah. Amen. In this age, there's going to be somebody that's going to be in a rapture. And I trust that you and I, tonight, by God's grace, give the Lord a good clap offering. Let's stand to our feet. You appreciate them tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. My, 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 my. May the Lord help us is my prayer. Mm-mm-mm. What an age. Boy, I could preach some more. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you love him tonight? Is this all right with you tonight, friends? Amen. Are you enjoying godly preaching, godly teaching? Get your minds off everything else. You're not the God of your own destiny. God is God in your life. Hallelujah. In a moment's time, he can cripple you if he wants to. Amen. Hallelujah. Make sure all your faculties and every member of your body and every organ is praising God. Hallelujah. Because you know what? Tomorrow he can shut one down. Say, today I surrender everything to you, Lord. I'm going to serve you by the grace of God. I'm going to live for you in this age. I'm going to live for you regardless of what the world says. We're going to keep pressing on in Jesus' name. If you are determined to do that, and you're determined to stand, and you're determined to be like God's people in past ages, then God is determined to see you through. Hallelujah. You believe that? You've got to be just as determined as God is determined. God is determined to have a bride, and the bride is determined to have a husband. Hallelujah. Or a heavenly husband. Let's sing a song.
Amen. By God's grace, we love you. Appreciate you. May the Lord bless you real good. To those of you online, we're going to say goodbye for now. Service will resume here Sunday morning. Tune back in. We'll have some more preaching on the mount. By God's grace. Shalom. Peace.